This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hear more from Free FM. For a small monthly fee, you can become a patron and support independent community media. Go to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out how. After losing to Hamilton Girls High School 144-0 last year, uh, this year Sacred Heart Girls College beat the girls high 24-20 to take out the Waikato Secondary Schools Girls' first 15 at rugby competition. How did they manage such a turnaround? Well, to tell me more about uh, that feat and uh, the work that was done to get them to that point, Mark McKelly is joining me now. Mark is the um, the... Sport uh, the Director of Sport Development for Sacred Heart. Sorry, I stumbled over that. But anyway, Mark, thanks for joining us this morning. That's quite thanks, a story. Mark. Quite a story, that one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it uh, certainly makes for some good reading. Um, yeah, yeah, we started off uh, last year, and we had a particularly young team. So, I mean, half the squad were uh, year 9 and 10s, um, which makes it, you know, 13, 14-year-olds, which makes it pretty difficult going up against the likes of, you know, Hamilton Girls High, First 15, who have been the benchmark in, in Waikato and New Zealand rugby for some time. So um, we had to learn quickly. Um, it was certainly a, a pretty big loss. Um, but to the credit of the girls, um, they used it as motivation to just get better. So I would take it from the fact that it was a young team last year that you got the core of your team this year from those players? The whole team. The whole team. So okay. we had no year 13s leave, so we were able to keep that core group together. Um, and obviously those younger players had some time in the saddle and and they um, they grew. Um, as I said, I was able to keep my senior girls, my year 12s, together. Um, and then as a team, um, I think we made, you know, we made those incremental steps. Um, there were games, uh, other games that year that, gave us confidence. I mean, the first time we went down to Patararu, we lost 73-3. The second time we played them at home, uh, it was 50-27. So, you know, there's 20 less points scored against us and 20 more in our favour. So, right. you know, the girls took confidence from that. So the, the, the incremental steps have led you to where, where the, I mean, that's a dramatic turnaround against Hamilton Girls High, but the work was put in, obviously. Um, would it be fair to say that Hamilton Girls also probably had quite a, a change around in their team structure over time as well? Yeah, um, it, was a, it was an interesting season for them because um, uh, in the pool rounds, um, they, they have a first, they're lucky enough to have a first 15 and a second 15. Um, and during the pool rounds, um, in discussions with Waikato Rugby, they were asked to, to split their team, to make two even teams. I think they're trying to still grow girls' rugby. Right. Um, and that, that was the case through the pool rounds. Um, when we went through to the top four, which was um, ourselves, Tukaroa, um, Hamilton Girls, Maroon and Black, um, at, when we hit level two, Tukaroa pulled out of the top four. And that's when I had a phone uh, phone call from Hamilton girls wanting to uh, combine their team, uh, you know, to to make their first fifteen again, right? Um, which I agreed to. Um, I think if you're going to try and beat, you know, beat the best, you got to play the best. So, um, 
so that's what we did. And and it was, it was a, I mean, there's another story there. I mean, seven days earlier, we played them um, on Steel Park, our ground, and lost um, 44-12. Um, we had one practice. We we worked on some stuff, um, and then seven days later, we went to Hamilton Girls High School and managed to beat them in the final. And it was obviously a close game for the final, but it speaks volumes for the willingness of the Sacred Heart girls to to rise to the challenge, but also for belief in in themselves to actually say, "Well, yeah, we can still do this. We can do it, even though even though we've been beaten before by this slot. We know we can. Uh, you know, on a good day, we can actually do it." It, t- it takes a massive amount of um, gumption and rugby to when you've lost like that to to put your front foot forward. Um, I think it comes down to culture. Like Culture is key. Um, Coach-player relationships are key. Um, you've got to have an environment that's conducive to, um, you know, not so much winning. I think if you focus on the outcome and you, you, you get lost, you've got to focus on the process. So particularly early on when these, these young female rugby players want to play, they need an environment that's trusting, supportive, because um, don't forget, you know, you're asking them to to run hard at other girls and tackle hard. So there needs to be that level of trust. Um, and then I think as they develop their their technical and tactical um, skills, you need to challenge their thinking. So that's obviously the tactical side of the game. And then as they get better, you you need to challenge them physically. So. They need to be conditioned, um, and then you're obviously developing the skills, so the the catch, pass, the tackle, the ball into contact, etc. But um, that's it in a nutshell, really. <laughs> you make it sound easy, Mark, but I'm sure that there's an awful lot of um, not just the thinking side of it that you've put into it, into how the how the strategy could work to get them there, but actually just the physical work involved in in getting up to conditioning and um, you know. Relying on those skills when the, when the pressure's on, um, it takes quite a bit to get there, and a lot of hard work. I'm sure that the team is very proud of what they've been able to achieve. Oh, for sure. I mean, um, I must commend my school, um, Sacred Girls College Hamilton. I mean, they've they've been right behind us from the get go. I mean, another funny story is I was second second day into my job as director of sport, and I had a young girl, Ashley Etty, uh, year twelve at the time, knock on my door and say, "Sir, we want to start a rugby team." Um, and it kind of went from there, and then um, Catherine Gunn, our, our principal, has been right behind us and supported us. Um, we managed to get a, a small grant from Sport Waikato that you apply for to get get the gear we needed. Um, and then we've gone from there, but I mean, I've been coaching for some time, and I've, I'm lucky enough to have coached um, Fielding High School boys, first 15, with Wesley Clark. Um, he's obviously the Black Ferns coach. Um, and I mean, there's the likes of Rob Jones down there as well, who's one of probably one of the most successful secondary school girls coaches going around. So I was able to, obviously, in the women's space and girls' space, get knowledge on them because coaching girls is quite different from coaching boys. I mean, I coach the Maris Prem men's rugby team too, and that's different again. So girls, girls go about it differently. Um, I think the biggest mistake coaches, young coaches make is they think that uh, girls aren't as passionate about rugby as boys but they are um, I would they'll set their mind to it yeah, and, uh, and they're um, just as passionate as the boys. I would think they'd commit to it totally wouldn't they? 
you they actually come the more um there's no preconceived ideas they haven't had six or seven coaches telling them different things they're actually more open to the learning um and therefore they i think they learn faster um they ask a lot more questions <laughs> they um they want to teach them something um technically and then they want to know how it fits in tactically um so you need to it's it's good for you as a coach you need to um be on the ball and expect um expect a lot more questions that's actually very cool i like that i like the fact that they are asking those questions because it makes them uh, makes them better thinking players and makes them more agile on the field in terms of the way they approach the game i would imagine yeah definitely i, I um yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so uh, what's the status of uh, of rugby, uh, girls rugby and female rugby uh, at that level then? Uh, a generation ago, this wouldn't have been talked about, but now it seems like it's in pretty healthy state if you've got a competition that's going uh, into school throughout the Waikato region. Uh, I, I guess things are on the up, are they? Oh, it's been an exciting space for the last probably... I know eight to ten years women's rugby and you only need to look at the black ferns and women's sevens and and there's so many more girls playing rugby now um i think there's nine nine teams in the wider waikato region playing um playing rugby um i mean obviously hamilton girls high have, have, have um dominated that space for a long time as far as you know the union now they've got two teams and um that are competitive and hey let's see if we can get three or four or and five and and have as many girls um taking up the opportunity to play rugby so sacred heart is uh, is right up there with them though you've you've proved that but you won't be resting on your laurels now what what's <laughs> next for for you no. in terms of uh where you want to take the team oh look i had a goal i had a goal that this year i wanted to play hamilton girls high school in the final the following year I wanted to try and beat them. I didn't tell the players that, of course, but, um, <laughs> hey, it's come early. Um, no, we won't be resting on our laurels. Uh, they'll be, they'll be out to get us next year. Um, once again, we're going to have to be at our very best. We're going to have to train hard. Um, but I look forward to that ongoing battle. Um, we've just got to, um, keep developing these young ladies. Um, obviously, um, got the succession team coming through you know younger girls hopefully this encourages some girls to come to our school to Sacred Girls College Hamilton to play rugby I, I think if you were a budding young female rugby player um, girls high and rightly so was the only option but um, hopefully we've um, put ourselves on the map and we can encourage other girls to come Good on you, Mark. Uh, great job done. And uh, as you say, you you, you uh, achieved two things in one year that you were hoping that you could do in two years. So I hope that uh, from here on that the competition gains in strength and that the, um, no, no doubt, still friendly rivalry between Sacred Heart and the Hamilton Girls is uh, going to continue. And uh, you you guys seem like you uh, are poised to be uh, trendsetters for the future. And that, that's no small achievement. So well done. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Really appreciate your time this morning talking to us. Thanks very much for that, Mark. That's Mark McKelly, who is the uh, Director of Sport Development for Sacred Heart Girls College. And uh, as you heard, you know, they've, they've risen to the challenge. They've uh, 
been able to come away with a win against uh, the team that was sort of writing the rules as far as the girls rugby was concerned Hamilton Girls High School I bet over the coming years those two teams are going to be the ones that you watch each year as being the ones that uh, sort of set the standard for the others which doesn't mean there won't be other sort of Davids in the in the wings waiting to smash Goliath as well but isn't that a great uh, statement of uh, of just how, where uh, girls rugby and uh, women's rugby is sitting at the moment with uh, young players like that determined to be out there competitive and doing their very best and also doing it in a very thinking and passionate way tremendous stuff Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.